Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a twice-monthly podcast for people who experience the world intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Welcome to episode 54. I'm your host, Kelly. Welcome back to the show. It's been a few weeks. This is a podcast for people who are highly sensitive or want to learn more about being highly sensitive or better understand the people in their life who have this trait. Before jumping into today's topic, I'd like to share an email I received recently from a listener. To keep her privacy, I'm not going to share her name. She wrote, For years, I was always comparing myself to my siblings, why I seem too sensitive and cry more easily than any of them. I hated myself really bad, especially when I get frustrated over silly things and immediately cry in front of everyone, which is really embarrassing for me. And I kept searching the web a lot on how to not be sensitive and just be normal like everyone else. I never assumed that I am normal. You just have no idea how happy I am that I finally, finally got to understand myself and understand why my brain works the way it does. And this is the very first night that I will sleep knowing that I am normal and there is nothing wrong with me. Do you know how that feels? It's just indescribable. Thank you so much for that email. That is the power of knowledge, of self-knowledge. Knowing something about you that makes you realize you aren't weird or wrong or crazy. And that's a wonderful feeling. Today's episode is about crying. I have to tell you, when I hear high sensitivity being described as a person who cries a lot, it really bugs me. And it seems like this happens a lot. A month ago, there was an article about HSPs published in both the Irish Independent and the Telegraph. It was titled, Jumpy, Easily Upset, You Might Have Princess in the Pea Syndrome. That article made HSPs sound terrible, in my opinion. And back in May of this year, there was an article from the Wall Street Journal titled, Do You Cry Easily? You May Be a Highly Sensitive Person. And it was accompanied by a photo of a movie theater full of people who were all crying. In that article, the author interviewed a man who was highly sensitive and says that he cries often. The guy said, I keep tissues handy at all times. Then the article said, Meet the Highly Sensitive Person. It bothers me that over and over and over, articles like these make it seem like the main aspect of being an HSP is crying. And it makes me feel defensive. There's so much more to high sensitivity and boiling it down to crying probably turns people off. It makes us sound like awful people to be around, in my opinion, like we can't function normally. I don't think I cry all the time. I don't cry easily. However, I think I tear up easily. There's a difference, right? Saying that someone cries, at least in our culture in the U.S., crying frequently or easily is seen as a negative thing. It means you can't control your emotions. You may be seen as unprofessional, unstable, hysterical, or that you have a psychological problem. So my main point with this episode was going to be about how HSPs don't cry all the time and how all these articles on the internet need to stop saying that we cry easily. But 
If you Google highly sensitive people and crying, you do find lots of articles with people admitting that they cry frequently or easily. So I did more digging, and sure enough, I found that Dr. Elaine Aaron wrote that, quote, HSPs do cry more readily than others. It was a strong finding in our research. So with that, I realized, I guess I was wrong about my crusade against people saying that HSPs cry a lot. Maybe it's true. But that crying doesn't mean that we're unstable or hysterical or unprofessional. I actually think that my main issue lies within the word and concept of crying. To me, there's a difference between crying, tearing up, and getting emotional. For example, the other day I was watching a TV show at home, and there was a moment where two male characters on the show had an intense moment, like a noble moment of friendship where they really cared for each other. I felt my eyes tear up. It wasn't a big deal. My eyes just teared and I kept on watching and whatever. So would you say that that was crying? Did that moment mean that I cried easily? I wouldn't say that in that scenario, I was crying. I would characterize it more as being touched. I'm touched easily, affected easily. I'm not sure what the best word is to describe it, but cry easily, in my opinion, is not truly accurate. It sounds so derogatory. I think part of the reason, personally, that I'm so defensive about crying is that, especially when I was younger, I didn't want to fall into that stereotype of being a woman who cries a lot. I really never wanted to be that stereotype. So it makes me defensive when people boil high sensitivity down to crying. When and if I do cry, it's not because I can't handle the world or that I'm unstable. It's because something has touched me deeply and made me feel something strongly. Anyway, those are some of my personal opinions and thoughts about crying and how they may or may not relate to high sensitivity. I'd like to hear your opinions on this topic. Do you think that you cry a lot or easily? Or do you think you just tear up and get emotional? Does it bother you when high sensitivity is made out to sound like we just cry all the time? Or is that just me? I want to change gears on this topic. I discovered a blog post from Dr. Aaron about crying that I found fascinating. I'll have a link to her original post in the show notes at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 54. I definitely recommend reading it. She talks about how crying affects different social situations like ranking situations and linking situations. Now, a linking situation might be when you are with a close friend or family or an accepting group of people, and then you tear up. These people might be more accepting because they know you. They may even appreciate that you are touched easily. They will accept it if you tell them, oh, it's nothing really, just ignore it. You won't lose respect from them when you tear up in a linking situation. Your friends know this is just how you are. They might even like it about you. Crying is usually only a problem in a ranking situation. If you're with strangers or in a professional environment, like at work, crying can affect your ranking within the group and make you look weak. 
Dr. Aaron says that ranking means comparing ourselves to others to see if we are better or worse than they are, which is a natural thing that all social animals do. So if you cry in a professional situation, the people around you might feel that your rank among them has dropped, which can really matter in the workplace. When you think about people you enjoy being around, they're probably people that you don't think are ranking you. Good friends are those you link with, not rank. I found this concept that Dr. Aaron introduced about ranking and linking to be really fascinating. So definitely check out the blog post she wrote about this. She also talks about how to regain your rank after crying in a professional situation and how to explain your tears to people. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoy this podcast and want to support it financially, then please become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash HSP. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash HSP. I want to thank the newest patron, Jessica Moore. Thank you so much, Jessica. Folks, you can support the show by giving a donation in any amount. Even $1 is great. And if you can't afford to support financially, you can show your support by rating the show on iTunes. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful week. <music>